The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought-leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation today with a returning trailblazing innovator who comes to our show today to discuss HIM-16, among other things. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Dr. Tom Giannulli, CMIO of Cario. Dr. Tom, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. So great to have you. Before we begin our discussion today, could you take a few seconds and remind the audience about you and your background? Sure. I'm the Chief Medical Information Officer for Cario. came by way of my role as CMIO at, at Hippocrates, where we initially developed an EHR program that was uh, transitioned to Cario, and since then has been expanded into the Cario platform. So my role is really to strategize for the EHR, think about new market opportunities, and help product uh, innovate and develop new technologies for small practices. And could you take the next couple of minutes and provide our audience with a 10,000-foot overview of Cario? Sure. Cario is the leader in small practice software and services to automate billing, clinical records, and patient engagement. And we do that through an innovative cloud-based solution that allows practices to automate front office, back office, and clinical staff. They can use desktops using any desktop browser, or they can use mobile devices like the iPad or iPhone to accomplish this. And we've been doing that for a number of years, probably 10 years now. We have about 30,000 providers using our technology. So we have a broad appeal and a growing market that we're pretty much the leader in at this point. I'd like to add, Dr. Tom, that you guys are also a leader in social media. You have a chat every Thursday that I try to attend religiously, and I learn more in that chat than I learn in the rest of my week. So I'll just say I appreciate you guys putting that together and leading the industry in that way. Sure. Good deal. We wanted to talk to you today about HIMS 16 and what you're doing. I understand you're presenting at HIMS this year. Right. So we're taking a focus, again, of how the small practice can be more competitive in this changing environment. I believe your session is entitled Creating an Agile Medical Practice to Meet Consumer Demands. Correct. What does it mean to have an agile medical practice? Well, it really is all about being adaptable and flexible, changing your practice model that's based on kind of the area that you're practicing in and consumer demand, as well as the regulatory changes that are going on. And as you know, there's a lot of regulatory changes. We talk about them every week on, on Cario Chats, such as meaningful use, PQRS, MIPS, value-based care. And the other change, which is pervasive, is the high deductible plans that are out there and are very common today. And that really drives consumer behavior when it comes to consuming health care. The other environmental change is the fact there's a lot of choices now. There's urgent care clinics, there's minute clinics and pharmacies. There's various practices that are involved in a particular plan. So with high deductible plans, these patients are acting much like consumers, picking and choosing based on 
factors aside from just care, because most patients would assume the care is fairly uniform. There may be areas where they know the care will be a little bit better, but they're really shopping on convenience. And the advantage that an agile practice would have is they could bend to the wills of the consumers, have a more consumer-focused practice model, but also offer that continuity of care that you're not going to get in the urgent cares of the minute clinics. So really, I think the small primary care practice or small practice in general has a very significant advantage in this new model, this new, new delivery system, and that is to be very flexible and consumer-centric, but at the same time offer the same type of high-quality continuity of care you just don't get in the other high-convenience healthcare centers. So it's really what we're talking about, how to get there from where you are today, essentially. You mentioned a lot of the challenges that small practices have, the regulatory challenges. Mm-hmm. My historical knowledge of physician practices has been that the practices, say pre-meaningful use is when I had some expertise, relied 99.99999% on their vendor to do almost all of their IT. But as things are changing now, meaningful use practices have to have websites and marketing plans. Mm-hmm. How much of those things do you do for your customers versus just point them in the right direction of where they can get security resources and marketing resources and those sort of things? Well, we take the approach that the small practice doesn't have a lot of time or money to really invest in all these different directions. We're trying to consolidate that into what we call a platform. And I think it's more important to do that for a small practice than, say, a mid- or large practice that could have staff kind of research best of breed and kind of integrate their own systems. So we're trying to build all that into our offering, either directly as Karyo-owned code and or add-on services through a marketplace we're developing. And we have actually done both. So, for example, we recently offered a patient engagement solution for reminding patients of encounters in marketing your practice online or your profile using a third-party company. And that went pretty well. But then we found a different company that was specialized in that area called DoctorBase that we've then acquired and now have integrated that into our platform. It's a much tighter, much more simple solution to offer a small practice so they can do all the things you just talked about, which is market their practice, put up their profile, put up their web page, hit the patient with reminders, have them automatically scheduled through their website, things like that. Perfect. Well, thanks for that aside. Back to the agile medical practice. Why is it so important for the industry right now to be an agile medical practice? Well, you have to be competitive. There's a lot of competitive forces. We talked about the patients getting much more consumer-like. There's a lot more choices for them than there were. A lot of practices that relied on just being the only choice, seeing a lot of the business move towards urgent care and other convenience centers. So the small practice only needs to be competitive. They need to understand what the consumer expectations are, need to offer convenience, and they need to offer that in a way that they like to consume it, which would be typically over the internet or through mobile technology. Their models can be adaptive. They can use the standard fee-for-service model they are today, or they can decide they're going to add value-add services and offer a kind of a concierge light or a hybrid model where you have televisits or you might have reserved or special same-day appointments or you may have wellness coaching all offered as add-on to your current practice that allow you to then attach to those consumers that are looking for those add-on services and are willing to pay for them. So that's really the kind of the idea behind Agile is understanding what your needs of your community are and of your demographic and attuning your practice so that you can increase revenues, increase competitiveness, and increase overall wellness of your population. In the description of this session you'll be presenting, it says this, 
you'll detail ways providers can adapt their payment options, marketing, and services to cater to a new generation of value-conscious patients. I can tell you that I will sign right up for that. It sounds like we're going to get a lot of information. What types of best practices will you be sharing? Tease us a little bit. Well, we have a physician who will be presenting his kind of case study, and this is Dr. Peter Lee, who's an internist, and is actually private practice, joined a hospital-based practice, and decided to then split off back to his own private practice because he wanted to be more hands-on and high-touch with the patient. And so he really developed kind of a consumer-oriented approach and then leverages our technology as part of that solution, just kind of detail the different best practices that he has. So how does he engage patients? How does he offer a tiered service? What are the options in that tiered service? How does he staff that? How does he technically accomplish those things? And then what are the costs involved? And what is the complexity of actually doing this? So kind of a roadmap for any small practice to follow and become successful with respect to becoming an agile practice. What types of people besides those directly working in physician practices would benefit from attending the session? Well, I would say anyone who's interested in where practice may be going, what, some practical examples of who's doing what, uh, what technology is available. So you could be in any of those spaces and benefit from the knowledge. Clearly, it's tuned more towards practice administrators and, and providers in the small practice or those maybe that are in a hospital practice today and are thinking about you know, splitting off to do their own thing. There's a lot of data that's recently been published that shows that the satisfaction levels for the providers and, in fact, the income for providers is actually higher in independent practices if you have set up and you've addressed the market needs sufficiently. Sounds awesome. Beyond the session, is there anything else about HIM16 that you're excited about? It's a really good time for this industry. I think they're much more aware of what the consumer needs are. I mean, for years, it's always been about large vendors and following regulatory pressures. And the small practice wasn't really investing in HIT and they weren't really getting considered. So in the last several years, you've noticed that the small practice, the innovative technology companies have really kind of come together to offer some great stuff. And it's always nice to hear what's new. I think the pace of new concepts and new innovations is actually higher than it's ever been. So to me, it's always an interesting time. I agree with that. I'm really interested. I think we're heading out of the infrastructural stage where we did focused on meaningful use and ICD-10 the last five years and into when we can leverage all that infrastructure, whether it's through mHealth, telemedicine, creating ACOs, really using all this data that we're creating in a meaningful way. So I'm excited as well. It grows every year. Last year, there were over 40,000 people. I think they're expecting 42 or more thousand people in Las Vegas. And it's always great to get together with 42,000 of your closest friends. (laughs) Especially in Vegas. That's a good part of it. (laughs) I agree with that. What are some new things coming for Cario customers as we head into 2016? Well, we're focused on kind of integrating our new billing platform, which has to do with if you decide you want to use our billing service, run your own claims. We have a lightweight web-based solution for that. That's called Cario Medical Billing. We did a little bit of an early introduction and we'll be completing the introduction in 2016. We also have an enhanced suite of services for practices to understand where the reputation is online, who's talking about their practice, what are they saying, how they can actually use a simple tool to not only track that, but also 
push out information into the internet to all the different sites that talk about the position via profile or whatnot through one tool. So you can actually set up your information the way you want it, hit a button, and it'll distribute all that information to the various health grades, vitals, and other websites out there to really get your data out with little effort and in a consistent manner. So these are all new things coming out in early 2016. Perfect. Thanks for sharing that. Dr. Tom, we're about to wrap it up here, but before I let you go, where should people go to learn more about Cario and the great things your team is doing there? We have a lot of information online, so I would recommend they to hit Cario.com, K-A-R-E-O.com. From there, they can easily click on to talk or chat to one of our professionals, but there's a lot of information online that can get start there. Perfect. And I would add to that, for those that are on Twitter, to follow Go Cario. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. Sure. Dr. Thomas, so great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and giving us your great wisdom. Sure. My pleasure. Thanks again. All right. That wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Dr. Tom Giannulli, I'm Joe Lavelle. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.